0: Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program, continuing with Hilchus Talmud Toiro. Some exciting things we're gonna be talking about this morning. And uh, uh, first of all, today's learning, this morning's program is sponsored by the Aminoff family, in memory of Esther Batsonia and Malko Bat Mazal. Shabin Aliyah for the Nishamas. And uh, thank you to the Aminoff family for that sponsorship. Everyone should have them in mind when we have the learning and we make our brachas this morning. Um, okay, so. Continuing exactly where we left off yesterday, we were talking yesterday about Last week, a number of days before yesterday, correct? You know, there's Yesh Mocherish Laacharzman, VYesh Esmol Lefnei man So, okay, last week, last week, yes. So last week we were talking about a learning program. Uh, the Gemara says um, something like that. Uh, the person has, What? Limudoi, limudai, And there's a, the, the, we talked about the machlekes, rashi, and toysvis. Um, does that mean, uh, are you splitting up your day? Every day, you're splitting up the years of your life. And we mentioned the ran also, a ran that understands that the lushan of shilush just means to divide. Doesn't mean split into thirds. And the bottom line is, as we mentioned last week, a person has to have um, a learning program. A learning program, the rambam and the mechaber go with a, the with a simplistic uh, understanding of the Gemara, that we're talking about Mamesh dividing into thirds. And therefore, the Rambam understands that one-third, one-third, one-third is only the beginning of your, your learning career. But there comes a point where you have enough proficiency and, and, and uh, exposure to Tarshe Bichzab. Now you can start focusing more of your time on Tarshe Baal So whether you go with the Rambam, whether you go with the Ram that we mentioned last week, that you just have to divide your time, everyone agrees that there's a goal that, uh, that all didn't have and that goal is kolatarakula. And everyone has to have a personal program, a personal plan, how you're going to get to Tarakula. What is Tarakula? So that's, let's, let's continue with that. This week, um, the Ramah brings down the, the opinion of Tesis, which is that Talmud Bavli is called Talmud Bavli because it's Balul may call, a person is really fulfilling all of his requirements by learning Talmud Bavli. But the Shach points out that you can't really fulfill your chiv of Talmud Torah only become, by becoming well-versed in Gemara. Because the point of learning, again, is twofold. As we mentioned last week, you have to know all the information that's out there. And you have to be able to apply all the information that's out there. We mentioned this. And this is a very, very, very significant guideline in establishing Hilchas Talmud A yid has to know everything, and a yid has to be able to apply everything. You have to know all that knowledge. You have to be able to apply that knowledge. Which is why learning Gemara is not sufficient. The Shach says you have to learn Sifre HaPoiskim. You have to learn Sifrei Paiskim, because Sifrei Paiskim is, there's Halacha, we call the Gemara Halachas. Halachas, there's there's but Halachas also means not just the Halachic discussions of the Gemara, but how that gets applied to real life, to everyday situations. So, if a person spends all of his years only learning Talmud Bible, he can know Gemara backwards and forwards, he may not necessarily know what to do when it comes to a basic Shila and Hilches Brachas, when it comes to a basic Shailah and Hilches Shabbos, and hilchas Kashras, because there's a lot in between the Gemara and the application of that to, to, to practical situations that he is, is, is lacking. That's Sifrei Halacha, Sifrei Paiskim, This is Mishnah Brura, Shulchan Aruch, and the Swarm uh, the that we have after the Gemara that tells us how to apply it. So, a Yid has to know Kula, but a Yid has to know that on two levels. We have to know the information, all the information, and we have to know how to apply all that information. That's why... A person has to have an involvement always with sifrei halacha, a person has to have an approach that, that, that a, a, a learning program and a learning plan for life that's going to become proficient in application practically of the Torah's ha, uh, laws, that's that sifrei halacha, but now lest we think, okay, so maybe I can spend my whole day learning Mishnah Barura and well, just jump to Mishnah Burura and forget about the Gemara. You have to, that has to be balanced on the other hand with, with Gemara also, on why, because Hey, you have to have all the knowledge. And if I only learn Sifrei Halacha, there's a lot of knowledge in the Gemara that doesn't come up in Sifrei Halacha because it may not be relevant to be for, for practical everyday halacha. But it's part of Torah's knowledge, and I'm going to be lacking some of the to, part of the Torah's totality of that all that knowledge. And you have to know all the knowledge of the Torah, all of the Chokmas Torah, which is a lot out there, which is not brought down, you know, in, in Mishnah because you know you're not going to find Zrayim, Kadshim, there in Mishnah Baruch, but that's part of the Chachmas Torah. To, uh, Yid has to know all the Torah's knowledge. And second of all, in practically applying the Torah's knowledge, you also have to have a constant attachment to learning Gemara. Because as we know, as everyone knows, Uh, Knowing what to do in everyday situations is not just about learning Mishnah Brurahs and Chaya Adams and Shulchan Aruch. That helps you quite a lot. But there's going to be situations that come up that are not mamish in the Mishnah Brurah, not mamish in Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. And what do you do when a a new situation hits you that you didn't learn anywhere in the Mishnah Brurah? Now you have to be able to tap into the knowledge that you learned, tap into those halachas, and apply them, figure out how to apply them to a brand new situation that wasn't exactly covered by something you learned. In order to do that, one has to know how Torah works in, 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 in the application process, in the analysis process, and that's what you get from Gemara. So, yid always has to have a balance for many, many reasons of Gemara and Halacha, Gemara and Halacha, and that way we've got exposure, A, to Kola Kula to all the, the repository of the Torah's entirety of wisdom, of knowledge, of Chachma, which is what the Torah wants. We're able to apply it, and we're able to have that thought process, the uh, analysis process, to apply it properly. So, Again, a yidda has to have a plan. You got to have a plan, a Torah plan. How am I going to end up? How am I eventually going to see everything? And it's possible. Everyone can do it. Just have to have a plan and follow that plan with consistency, one day at a time, one day at a time. A plan. How I'm moving through shas. Daf Yomi is an excellent mahaluch. How to have a plan of moving through shas. Seven years is not a very long time, say to Maybe to uh, Mr. Aminov over here. Seven years sounds like an eternity, right? Seven years goes by like this take it from me, it really does, and Yid goes, it hooks up with Da'af Yoymi, even Amad Yoymi, Amad Yoymi, finish in 14 years, 7 years, 14 years, i finished Shas, multiple, multiple, multiple times between now and 120, See, so Yid, that's a nice plan to see the the, the entirety of Chachmas They Torah, you have a daily uh, a Seder that you're going always through Sifrei Halacha, you're, you're going to, whether that's through Mishnah Brewer, or through Chai Adam, or Aruch, and it's all about the plan and the consistency of that plan. And that's what we are chayiv. A Jew is obligated to have such a plan at, at, for the Hilchah's Talmud Torah. OK, so that's throwing the shach in um, this week to so what we had last week. The shach tells us, not sufficient just to rely on the rimah and learn Talmud Bavli. We have to have those missing pieces in between that allow it to be practically applied, because the Torah wants us to know all the Chochmas Torah and know how to apply Chochmas a-tayr. That's a Jew's obligation. And to formulate a plan. No one can do this overnight, but with a plan you can, you know, we surprise ourselves that we turn around after a number of months, a number of years, suddenly Baruch Hashem, look how much I know. Okay, Sifrei Musser. Let's talk about Sifrei Musser. Sifrei Musser actually not mentioned over here, not mentioned in the, in, in, in the Ramah or Shochnarch or the Shach. Does a Yid have an obligation to learn Sifrei Musser? And the answer is yes. The Mishnah Barura actually in a few places, the Mishnah Barura says, a Yid has an obligation every day to learn Sifrei Moser. He says, in the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, he says this um, in Hilchus uh, Rosh Hashanah, in Hilchus, uh, uh, when, when he gets into the Halachas of Rosh Hashanah, of El Yom Narayim, he mentions it again over there. The Mishnah Barura says in at least two places that Yid has an obligation to learn Sifrei Moser every single day. Kol Yom, that's his Lashon. Every day you've got to learn Sifrei Moser. In, 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 in Simen Aleph, in Shulchan Aruch and Aruch Haim, says in Meshavruah, Tzarecha Adam sifrei moser Person has to have time to learn sifrei moser every single day. whether it's small amount of time or, or a, lot, a lot of time, but the point is that con- with consistency, person every day, even if it's five minutes, every day a person has to be learning sifrei moser. So this is an obligation that a yid has, Meshavruf Haskin this is a paisik, and it's really coming from earlier paiskim. And, and, and there's a basic question like this. Well, Ayyid has a chiv to learn his, musr every single day, musr svart. You know, whether that's, uh, we have in the Kaibu, we have every morning a musr seder in yeshivas, they have a musr seder. In Europe, did the yeshivas have a musr seder? That's a, a very fiery, very controversial, very feisty and fiery discussion, which goes way beyond the scope of our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. Maybe for a, a legal holiday learning program, maybe we'll one time talk about that. But that's, that's, that's a very colorful discussion, a very fiery and feisty and toasty discussion, uh, Sivri <coughs> in, in, Musser in Europe, uh, a, a, a Musser, a Limon, a Musser Seder in, in the Europese yeshivas. But now the has embraced Musser and, and in the yeshivas. And the mission is telling us either way whether you're going to put Musser into a yeshiva or not put Musser into a yeshiva, yet has, has an obligation to learn Musser every single day. But the Shia is like this. Oh, the Shai is like this. Excellent. What's the chiv, what's the mechaiv of, of, of Sifrei Musr? What's the mekhaiv? And the, the chikiv, or the shai, the tutsarim are like this. Is learning musr a hechsher for Talmud Torah? Is, is it something that I need to do in order for my obligation for learning, or is it part of my obligation of learning? Another way of asking that question is when a yid learns musar, are you fulfilling the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the mitzvah of learning Torah when you learn Musr? Is learning Musr part of... Call a Kula, and therefore, if I have to learn Torah, I also have to learn Moser. Or is learning Moser a way to, to to ensure that I will learn Torah? Is it a, what we call a hechsher? Is, is it is it is it is it there to, um, you know, like there's mitzvahs that I have to do in order for me to learn Torah? You know, people are some people are going to the mikvah to Ezra before they learn Torah. So you can't say going to the mikveh is part of Talmud Torah, but it's a hechsher. It's a hechsher for L'Ima Torah. It gets me. It prepares me for learning. So, Musr, is Musr a Heksher for Limbat or is it Talmud itself? And the, 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 depending on how we look at that, that, that would be the answer to Velayaber's <laughs> question what's the Machai, what's the Makr for, for, for learning Musr? So, the Mashmais of all the Paiskim is, um, I don't know all the Paiskim, but the Paiskim that talk about it is that it's a Chalik of Talmud Torah Mamish. Not that learning Musr is an obligation in order to make sure that I'll learn, which you could have said that, you know. What's going to keep me learning? What's going to keep me, you know, uh, behind the wheel? So a Moser will make sure that I'm doing the right thing. So I'm learning Musr in order to make sure that I'm doing my obligation of talmud Torah. They don't say that way. They say rather that um, that it is a of of talmud Torah mamish. The Khay adam in Tamat, he says, "What is your chiv of talmud Torah? He says, here's here's your obligation of talmud Torah. He says, "In hilchas talmud Torah, paiskim sifrei musr. Sifrei Moser, so this is within Yerchiv of Talmud Torah. It's clear the Chai Odom believes that Sifrei Moser is part of Talmud Torah. And the, the idea is as follows, the, the, the Chai Odom's um, mahalich, an approach to, to Sifrei Moser is that um, Sifrei Moser essentially are the compilation and distillation of, of Chazal's own teachings within Gemara. Of of um, practical application of the teachings of Torah in terms of self improvement, self betterment, and and uh, you know halach in an internal self bain adam
1: Yeah, he's quoting, that. there's
0: the Chayarim. The Chayarim says that elsewhere. The Chayarim also says this in the yeah. of The
1: Yeah.
0: What are you, Chayarim, to learn every day? What? what are you, Chayarim, to learn every day? What? What So, so what but what what are you chayv to learn every day? What are you chayv? What what is Tamatar mechayv to learn every day? What if I decide that I want to learn? You know I'm gonna.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but but he says that that's only the chayv of being mishalish is only in the beginning of your career, right? What? And only in the beginning of your career, only when you're starting out. And he says afterwards the chayv mishalish is not is, is, is only in the beginning when you when you when, when you are beginning your Torah career then you don't need to do mishalishim. where they said the Mishalashim, it's like the Rambam. He says the Mishalash is only in the beginning. But my point is that there's no word of Musra. I understand your point. I understand your point. But the question that I want to ask you is like this. What are you, Chaif, to do every day? yeah i i i was getting there i was going to say that i think we see which which uh which camp rivelier bears in in terms of the uh you know if he was if it would have been around hundred and fifty years ago uh in the great Vikuach in europe but um the the idea where, where the Mishabur and the Khayram are coming from is like this it's all it, it's really the question that I was throwing back at you, so what are you, Chaif, to learn all day? It's clear in the Mechaber, he, the Mechaber doesn't give you clear instructions anymore. Once you are already pro, uh, you know, exposed to Tereshe B'Chassav, he doesn't give you a clear um, program in terms of being, no, one second, one second. He doesn't, he doesn't give you a clear, clear program. At that point, it's you figure out how you're going to become a Talmud <laughs> Just let, 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 let me just finish, let me finish, let me just finish and make this point, please. He's telling you that, that the, the Mechalach is you figure out now how to become a Talmud Chachem. So what the, the, the Chai Adam is saying, and the Mishnah Bru really echoes this, they speak out like this. So you have to figure out how to become a Tamachachim. The Shach already says you can't become a Tamachachim without knowing how to apply things. So you have to learn Sifrei Paiskim every day. Sifrei Paiskim, practical halacha. I can't just say, well, I'm, so I'm going to learn Taharis all day. I want to be a Tamachachim, so I'm going to spend all day learning Taharis bi'in. I'm going to spend all day learning Zerayim bi'in. That's, a part, that's part of Torah. Right? I don't have to be mishalish anymore. You, you, it's not good enough. I have to pr- have a plan, a program that every day, every day I'm ca- getting st- closer and closer to becoming a massive tamachachim. So you have to learn, you have to have a, a, a regimen and a mahalach, every a curriculum every day you can become closer to becoming tamachachim. That's why I have to throw in sifrei paiskim. And the Mishnah Burura and the Chai Adam are saying like this, the Mishnah Barura actually, my speaks to that that um, w- what's the function of the musr that's there in Shas? The agadatas and the inspiration, all that, that's because... The, the greater you become, you're, you're, you're you're moving and becoming that talmachachem. Your yetzar is also constantly growing together with you. So, in order to make sure that your Torah is taking you to a true talmachachem, that you are filled not just with knowledge and you're, but pli- you're, you're also applying it practically, you have to have a daily involvement with Musr to, to to keep you directed in your growth as a talmachachem as your Torah itself grows. This is where they are coming from, and yes, they were opponents. In, in, out there in the Olim HaYeshivas, who felt that that no, the Gemara tells us that Sifrei Musar for people for Chayim. When you become a Chayla, that's when you have Musar. Good, Beseder. They're not going with that mahalakh They're going with mahalakh of it's a Chaylik of Torah. A, B, my obligations become a Tamei that can apply things properly. C. I can't apply things properly if my Yetzirah is going to bring me down as I grow in learning. Therefore, D, as I grow in learning, I have to grow with my ability to, ha- to control that, to, to, that, that Yetzirah with the Torah Tavlin, and that's the framework, sir. So that's why I have that obligation every single day. That's a chalik of my obligation in growing and learning and applying the learning properly. That's, that's where they're coming from. <laughs> why was that Torah? Why is that Torah? Do it. That's yeah, so very nice yeah, to do, but it's not...
1: That's it i part of learning. The I'm asking, where is the of to say it's every day? Where is the
0: Because every day I'm growing. What? Every day I'm...
1: Every day I'm Every day
0: my, every, every my Yitzharah got stronger.
1: Stronger,
0: Jewish history, doesn't help me with my Yitzharah. What's your marker for that? <laughs> where does it, it say, Jewish history helps you with the My obligation is every day to become a bigger Talmud Chacham. And since I every day I'm becoming a bigger Talmud Chacham, my Yetzirah is becoming bigger. And if I don't control my Yetzirah, then I'm going against my of Torah. So every day I have to deal with that. I have to make sure. Every day I have an obligation to become a bigger Talmud Chacham than I was the day before. And that's what Moser is there for. This is the Mahalakh of the Mishra in and the Chayodim. So now, um, but it's clear, it's clear that they believe it's a chalik of Hilches tamat Torah, not a hechshar, not a hechshar. Now, the Maizaloch, the, 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 the Rebbe's story, that, that would be very good. But that, that would for sure only be a hechshar. No one would say that that's a chilek of Hilches tamat Torah. You're not being makaim tamat Torah. If Jewish history helps you, that's, you're not being makaim tamat Torah. That would for sure be a hechshar, hechshar limut. <laughs> what? Jewish history?
1: Jewish
0: history why, why is that Derebih Torah? That's not Tom. If, if that helps you with your year Shemaim, that's beautiful, but that, that for sure would only be a Hekshelim, tam- a a Hekshel Torah. That's not Talmud Torah. Jewish history? A, a Jewish history book? book stories, 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 stories. Oh, I. I you That's Muslim. Gemara is Gemara. A Jewish history book is a Jewish history book. Rebbe Shemaises or Rebbe Shemaises. So I, I just want to. I want to make sure that we're sticking to the same terms. when you threw throughout. before, Rabbi is together in the same breath with Jewish history. Sam, to me, you were talking like a Jewish history textbook. Now you're talking about the stories about the and I agree with you. That, that's Torah. A Jewish history textbook, can you take that in the bathroom? George. Yes, you can. Do you have to make Birchas HaTorah before you open a Jewish history textbook? No, you don't. Do you have to make Birchas HaTorah before you read Rebbe Shemises? No, you don't. That's not called Tamil Torah. If that helps you with the Yerushimimim, it's called a Heksher. But it's not called Tamil Torah. So let's just keep the discussions distinct over here. That's not called Tamil Torah. But Musr is called Tamil Torah. Musr is Tamil Torah. According to the Chayotim, you cannot pick up a Mesiel Sharm without making Birchas HaTorah. And you can't take a Mesiel Sharm to the bathroom. That's Tom Torah. You have to make Birchaz Atayr first. Okay, okay, yes, good. But, Avad, if you're learning through the sugees and getting about you can't take them to the bathroom, you have to make Birchaz Atayr because that's Chazal's talking. If Chazal's talking, it's called Atayr, it's called Gemara. All right, anyway, anyway. If it's someone else, if it's not a direct quotation of the the Gemara, if it's not Chazal's Lushen, if it's Chazal's lashon, that's Torah. If it's an author who's writing history based on the Gemara, that's not called Torah. It depends who's lashon is. Lashon and that—that's Torah. Okay, um, good. So that's sifrei Moser. So Yid does have an obligation to learn sifrei Moser every single day. Um, that's the psak of the Mishmar, the psak of the Chai Adam, and, and uh, everything else that we We will get to in the upcoming uh, legal holiday. Shear, we we will. I think that is a nice fiery feisty topic. I'm only going to do it though if uh, Rabbi Kantorovich will be in attendance. If he will be in attendance, we will do it. You know. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. But that will be in Mitzvah Shem. We'll go through all that. The very exciting topic. Very very exciting topic. Musa, the Moser movement. The Muser movements. Um, Sifrei Kabbalah. Does a yid have an obligation to learn Kabbalah? Or, or there's two ways of asking this question. Does a yid have an obligation to learn Kabbalah? Or perhaps is a yid allowed to learn Kabbalah? Is he allowed to learn Kabbalah? So. Um, we see that the Ramah, I mean, the Shach points out the Rama's lashon is a little mugumgum over here, that the, um, the Rama's talking about Chochmas, Chitoinus, shar Chochmas, you know, things that are not Torah altogether, Shar don't learn Sif and then he talks about the Pardes, this is what's called the Pardes. The Shach points out that, you know, there's some problem here, the Rama's lashon is, is off, there's some, something funny here, it's, it's a little bit, um, some errors must have crept into this. Or bidik to Tashach says the Pardes is what we always refer to as Kabbalah. The, the, the Ramah certainly doesn't mean to be equating Pardes with Sifrei Minim Chassad Shalom or or Shar But the Ramah says, "Ein la Adam the of Pardes." This is the Ramah's concluding line over here? Person should not enter the Pardes. Pardes means learning Kabbalah, learning mysticism. Person can't do that till he has filled his belly with meat and wine, which is a person can't start to learn Kabbalah until he has mastered what we call nigla, the revealed parts of the Torah. When a person has mastered that, he can move on to Kabbalah. OK, so that's, that's, that's um, very straightforward of here. That's a from the Ramah. A psa is, he's telling you, don't do it. Don't even dabble. Don't even think about it. Don't open up that zoyar until you have filled yourself full and plenty with shas and paiskim. Then you can, you can open up a zoyar. Then you can open up a uh, sifrei kabbalah. The Ramah is certainly giving us a... A... Um, a... Um, ad, ad, Admonishment, or maybe a warning over here, or maybe even a prohibition of don't go there until mm-hmm. you've learned, um, you become proficient in all the revealed areas of Torah. But is it lemais an obligation? I, 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 we know that you can't, you know, it's off limits for a long amount of time. And and how long do you have to wait until you learn Kabbalah? The Ramad says until you know Shas and Pesach, until you have nice exposure to Gemara, to Teshuvah, to, to Nigla, to all this. Um, there's a well-known idea, if you ask anyone out there, when can you start learning Kabbalah? So everybody knows the halakha. You can't learn Kabbalah until you're 40. Everybody knows this halakha. So when, being that everyone knows that, so the understanding is, until you're 40, you're not allowed to learn. Once you're 40, that's when you start learning Kabbalah. Um, th- th- it's interesting that there's no real source of this other than the shach. The shach is the one that says this idea. The shach is the one that says that a prisoner really should wait till he's 40. There's like the shach's shikul hadas, the shach's um, a- advice, and again, sh- the shach's uh, shikul hadas over here of um, his, his, his uh, comfort level of when a person should start is not before 40. But, but the Ramah, maybe you think of the Ramah. The Ramah didn't live till 40. The Shah also? That I don't know. I know the Ramah didn't. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that, yeah. The Ramah also was, didn't live till 40. Um Ken but anyway, the, 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 so the shach says, don't learn Kabbalah before you're 40. That's the source. The whole source for this idea is the shach. Their, their mother doesn't say anything bad. Their mud just says, you know, you should be mamali kresoi from Yayin. Um So 40 lemaisa when it comes to learning Kabbalah, 40 is not really like a ha It's not a halacha be sinai, And that, that's the one thing everybody knows. And don't learn before you're 40, and learn after you're 40. If a person's ready, he can learn before he's 40. If he's not ready, he shouldn't learn even when he's, you know, 80. He shouldn't learn. Is, is, but the, the shocks, again, that's the shocks, like understanding that 40 is approximately the age. the, the Before that, you're not going to be ready. After that, you probably will be ready. 41. What? 41. Happy birthday. No, no, no. Shachs, 41. Oh, she that's lived not till he was 41. So there you go, okay? Yeah, oh, so he did live till 40. All right. All right. Um, I just have to. Uh, it's not Okay, I'm not going to ask you this question. Never mind. What? Okay, anyway. Um, um, He lived till he was 41. But but 40 is not again. It's not a It's it's not. It's 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 the last requirement for Kabbalah is this age of 40. The that's the last requirement. It's a hit or maybe I don't know. But the the way it's treated, the way it's understood, certainly in contemporary times, is that if you're ready, you can learn before you're 40. If you're not ready, then don't learn even after you're 40. There's no din of like 40 per se. That's the shach like uh, shikul hadas and his 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 advice and his uh, you know that things normally will work. What? Oh, so both, they're both, both. Bina, Lubina. It's both, it's both. He's assuming that at age 40, it's three things really it's exposure to, to Torah, it's a certain uh, maturity of thought, your thought process. You have a, his background Hadas, Bina. And it's also like life experience, maturity of, of uh, life's maturity. You know, Kabbalah is a very holy very um, sublime m- 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 very very um, uh, it's a mature it 's a mature limud, and they have to have a certain amount of life maturity so um, again does a person hit that life maturity when he's at, at age forty that 's also left after. you know some people can be very mature precocious before forty some people at age forty are still acting like they 're uh, you know fourteen so um, but but he is coming from both he 's coming from both places that uh, that it, it's about building up your knowledge base, and also about uh, bina, about bina, life experience, which which allows me also have to have maturity and a certain maturity of of, of, of understanding, of wisdom, and of my thought process. Um, so we see requirements that are needed for a person to start learning Kabbalah. You have to, you have to um, um, have a nice exposure already. That's the Ramah. Teshassim poiskim. You have to have. A graduation, a development, maturity of life, according to the shach. But is it lemaisa an obligation, or is it like a nice thing to get to if you ever get there? If you don't get there, new, all right. But you will satisfy your obligation by going through daf many times and going through mishnah very t- many times. But maybe it's not obligatory. That's the question. Learning Kabbalah. Is that obligatory? As we mentioned last week and again this morning, a yid has to know kol ha is our obligation. You have to have a plan. How am I going to get to kol ha Is Kabbalah part of that plan? You have a chiv a, to get to a plan. To When am I going to get to the point that I can start learning Kabbalah? So um, the Ramaz is ambiguous. not clear from the Ramaz. It's not even clear from the Shach. And all we see is people telling us, you know, Calm down and, and 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 don't rush and, 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 and approach this with, with caution. And if you're not ready, stay far away from it. That's what we hear and what we see. But what about the obligation? So the Piskhet Shuvah is actually uh, very implicit in the mission in the pis-chei tshuva, pis-chei tshuva, that, that it is an obligation. The Piskhet Shuvah says, um, First of all, he brings a khabzjar. Yeshlerhaglimur Stay far away from Kabbalah. Says the Piskhet Shuvah, stay far, far away. Why, we're we're we hard headed. It's hard. We don't understand these things. We don't grasp these things. The einus rachmana The Torah exempts people who are einsome. Says the piskei shuva. If you're an einus, if, if if you're unable to do something, so you're putter. You're putter. So piskei shuva saying two things at the same time. A, he's saying we should stay away because we can't grasp Kabbalah. We can't. We're Kabbalah, We don't know Kabbalah. We can't understand Kabbalah. He's also saying, and therefore we are exempted. Medu'i katev <muchay> in the pishechet shuvah that it is an obligation. Hilchas <muchay> tamot torah <tshuvah> is mechayv to learn kol Torah kula. And kulan is meisim merkava, meisim bereshis. Zoyar, uh, uh, that's part of your of tamot torah, is you have to know these things. But well, what can we do? We're oinsim. We can't understand it. We can't grasp it. So the Torah exempts us. But beetsim, it's an obligation. What we see from the pishechet shuvah is a yid be- inherently does have an obligation to know, to learn Kabbalah. Um, he is telling us that we are exempted from this because we're einsem. but if we take that a step further, a Jew who's capable of learning Kabbalah at the right time in his career, the right time in his life, when he gets to that stage of advancement, a yid who's capable of learning Kabbalah has a chiv to learn Kabbalah. Has a chiv to learn Kabbalah, if he's capable of doing so. If he's not capable, he's an Ainus. But if he's capable, he has a chiv. And if he's capable of being capable, then he has a chiv to make himself capable. Right? In other words, if he is capable of getting to the point that he has an exposure to Shas and paiskim, so now he can apply his mind to Kabbalah, he's chiv to make himself capable of learning Kabbalah. What? The chiv is the chiv tamal teiro. A yid has to know <laughs> If you're an ayinus, you have a sack that you're potter. But well, we're being medaik from the, from the Pitzchei Tshuva. That if someone is capable of learning Kabbalah, he's not within this, and then he's not covered by the science, and he has a chiv to learn it eventually, eventually, at the right time. The same mechaiv, that you chaiv to see Shas, and you chaiv to see Sifra Eiloch, you to see the Ram, you also to see Kabbalah. And there there's, there's the, the uh, nefesh hachaim, one moment, the nefesh hachaim brings down a, 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 a medrash he brings down a medrash. I don't remember where this medrash is, but I remember that the nefesh Ha'am brings down a medrash. You know, that it says, the gemara and Shabbos says that Lava, when a person goes up to get dand, d- d- and in Shemaim, they ask you like you get a whole faher, right? Kavati itim latoiro, they ask you in Shemaim. Kavati itim latoiro, Were you kavei Did You have this, we're talking about this whole time. Did you make a plan, to, uh, your own shas plan, your own kol tarikula plan? Did you make a plan to see kol tarikula so, so the, the nefesh hachaim brings down an extended version of the gemara and Shabbos. And, and where they're going to ask a Yid, Did you see all the shakataris of every single Masechta? Um And question after question, getting more specifics about, about, about Mikzai's different subjects in Tyra. They're going to ask a Yid when he gets that v'arabah. And they're going to ask him, maize merkova, Did you learn maize Kava? chashmal, heicha What's the, how's Hashmal work? Did you learn about chashmal? Did you learn about maize Kava? What, <laughs> um, so, so the Nefesh Chaim brings down this medrash that, that part of what they're going to mana they're going to be toiveyah uh, toiveyah yid when he comes up to Shmaim, did you learn Maisa Merkava did you learn Maisa Boratius so it's clear from this Nefesh Chaim as well that it's a chiv it's a chiv like this Peschei Tshuva now if you it was beyond you so is Ribman Menachem is saying you played the Inus card no I've I, I been given an Inus. I, I was an onus. What, what okay so you're an oinus no oinus or but if you're not an in, inis, which means you have time on your hands, you have resources available, you have a head that's capable of grasping eventually Kabbalah after you fill yourself up with and to, to get to Kabbalah. You do have a chiv. Um, right, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, that's one way of doing it. One way of expediting your faher, if you want to get that faher sooner in Shemaim. One way of getting there sooner. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. The one way of doing, doing it. Well, at first, after after you work out all the wiring in our attire, then you know, just make sure we have electricity over there. Anyway, um, uh, that's a nice way of seeing a lot of Iris. See a lot of Iris that way. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> the um, they, it said over under Biankov Kamenevsky the Besoyev Yamov. He and someone, another Rashiva there in, um, I think it was when he was still in Terebid Das. It might have been already when he was in Muncie. So they hired a big m'kubble. They, they brought him over from Eretz Yisrael. They paid, uh, paid from a to come. He came out for two months. And he, they had an, an intensive um, Kabbalah session it. The, they brought him a couple from Eretz Yisrael, Riviar <coughs> Kramanetsky, and um, it was Rav Ashlag. That's who they brought over. And they learned with him for, for two months. Rebecca um, said, when are we going to learn Kabbalah? It's time for us to learn Kabbalah. He did this you know, when he was much older, but, but he did it. Um Shleim I heard from a, a Talmud of Re- Revolba that uh, the last decade or so of Revolba's life, Rav Shleim the great Mashkikh Ner he was learning Kabbalah from the Kubalim. He was learning, the way I heard is he was learning practical Kabbalah already. So I, I don't know, that's, that's already very high madrigal. What? Practical. It's uh, you know, to, to uh, manipulating Seamus, Seamus HaKadoshim. Not just you know Maiser Mekov but Sirufe uh, Sheamus Tzirufe Sheamus. Um, you know the the battle of battles of Arak that never run out, the, the Baba Sali kind of stuff. Okay, but, but he was he was da- he was learning Kabbalah. He was learning. was learning Kabbalah. Um, so that's the question: How does a person know when Saif Yamov is that? I, I don't know. I, that was. I can't tell you. What? Daughter Your daughter learns Kabbalah. Daughter Kabbalah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, anyway. um, But uh, the bottom line is, so two things. Let's just wrap up with this. A, a yid has, if a yid is, uh, every yid has an obligation to learn Kolatari Kula, including Kabbalah. Kabbalah, though, is a hard lemma to get to. Not everyone's capable of doing it. That's a, that's a function of your, your mind. Is your mind is you have a mind that can grasp Kabbalah, the resources that you have on your hands, you have time on your hands to first master Shas and and then get to Kabbalah. But if all that is met, a yid B'at-Sim has an obligation to learn Kabbalah as well, at the right time. If a yid does not have those resources available to him, we have the Piskei Shuva saying you're an oynis. But if you're not an you have you have an obligation. W- why you have to fill yourself up for, with Shas and Let's just wrap up with this. Why do you have to first master Shas and Paisken, Nigla, the revealed Torah, before you go to Kabbalah? Why do Kabbalah is so beautiful, so amazing. Let's, jump, let's do Kabbalah first. Meisim Rekava, My Meis Barashas, Chashmau. So the answer is, really, as Reveliabert really already answered it, if you jump there first, you're going to short circuit. If you jump to Chashmau, Meisim Rekava, Meisim Barashas, before Shas and Paisken, the whole thing explodes. Why is that? So for, for, for a few reasons, first of all, you have to learn nigla first because you have to you have to prioritize. Nigla is about oh, all what, what, what how to, you know? Knowing what to do on Shabbos, knowing what to do with Sitzis, knowing what to do with tefillin, knowing what to do with hilchos brachos. I have to know how to, how to how to navigate my everyday life before I, I jump to the olamis, before I jump to the Kisach Covet. I have to know what to do down here. So first of all, Stam, for practical reasons, you have to know shas and pising. You have to know how to run your everyday life before you start running to uh, to, to up to the to Himmel. Second of all, learning Kabbalah is a limud no different than learning Gemara's limud. And if a person doesn't know how to learn, what we call knowing how to learn, then you're going to make a battery and a butchery of Kabbalah. You're not really going to be learning Kabbalah. It's a kolshchein. Kabbalah is a part of Torah. In the same way, in Nigla, there's an art form in how to approach Nigla. You have to know how to learn, and that only comes from exposure to Gemara. Um, and filling yourself up with Sha'as and, and then you know how to learn, you know what to do with the Mishnah Brura. you know what to do with, 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 with the Gemara. With Kabbalah it's no different. You have to know how to learn to learn Kabbalah properly. And if you're not learning Kabbalah properly, again, you're going to be connecting the wires in all kinds of wacky ways. It's going to explode in your face. And um, finally, just this is probably, you know, I, I don't know if it's the most important, but very important to know, Kabbalah is also called, it's called nigl- Nister, but it's also called Pneemius HaToiro. Pneemius HaToiro. Panemius means the inner secrets of Torah, inner. And why is it called Panemius? Because in a certain sense, Kabbalah is really all of this, all of Nigleh, on a much higher level. That's really what all of Kabbalah comes down to. It's Shas and on a very, very high level. So. Like anything in life, you know, if you want to get to the core of something, you have to go to the outer layers first, the outer peels. I get one peel at a time, one layer at a time, I see more and more and more until I finally probe all the way to the core. You can't jump to the core, you can't get to the core without going through the outer layers and the outer peels. Otherwise, the core is meaningless to you. The same thing is with Kabbalah. If you haven't mastered Shasen Paiskem, you don't know Baba Kama very well. You don't know Meseches Yevamas very well, then, then then, Kabbalah is meaningless. And, and, and Whatever you, a person thinks he's getting from it and thinks he's taking away, he's not really learning Kabbalah because it's only as meaningful as you have the outer layers before you get to the inner layers. It's ha HaTorah. It's the inner secrets of the same Torah that, that is revealed and exposed. So those are the three reasons why a person has to go in that order. Also, in, in light of what we're saying, that a person has to know how to learn to know learn Gemara. A person has to know how to learn to learn Kabbalah. It's the same. So we know as well. It's, knowing how to learn requires a Rebbe. Right? person can't be self made. You can't just like get art school Gemara's and study art Gemara's your whole life and suddenly you know how to learn. You have to see it in action. Shimush Tamir you have to sit by a rabbi, have a rabbi read Gemara's with you, teach Gemara's to you, and then you see how, what he does with the Gemara. With Kabbalah, it's the same exact thing, Rabbi Say. Kabbalah. Requires a Rebbe. A person can't just say, well, I learned and Paiskim and I learned that by a Rebbe. Now I'm ready to learn Kabbalah on my own. You're moving on to a new subject in Torah. The same way you need a Rebbe for Nigla, you need a Rebbe for nistar as well. You do need a Rebbe for that because you have to know what's the right the right approach. What do you start with? Where do you start learning? You start with the zohar, You start with the Ramchal's writings. Where, where do I start? Where do I go? How do I understand these concepts? A person needs a Rebbe in, 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 in Kabbalah as well. The bottom line is, a Yid has an obligation to learn Kabbalah. If you're capable, if you're capable means you already went through Paiskim and Paiskim and, and, and you got a nice exposure to that, you're, you're proficient in that, and you have a mind that can understand Kabbalah, at that point, whether you're 40 or not, it's before 40 or after 40, um, is not as important as exposure to and Paiskim and finding a Rebbe at that point to instruct you in the ways of the mystical knowledge of the Kabbalah, and if a person not capable of getting there, so he's an Inus. Okay, thank you all for joining. We should be Zoicha to see Kala Rabbi Sai, each and every one of us. See it and understand it. What? What about? Some of them.